Hello and welcome to the Vision Board Blueprints. Vision boards are more than just sticking pictures on a board. This podcast will take you through the tools that you need to bring those visions to reality. Hello and welcome back to the Vision Board Blueprints podcast. Today we have the lovely Natalie Truesdale with us who we're going to be sharing about putting yourself first for your visions, which I am so excited about. Natalie, welcome to the podcast. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. So yes, I am Natalie. Um and yeah, so I am a self-esteem coach. So I focus a lot basically on how we how we feel about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, and how um that impacts how we then show up, whether that is in business or in life, and yeah, just supporting women to be themselves basically. Amazing. So obviously being ourselves, loving ourselves, self-love confidence that all impacts in how we look at our future life uh, as well so I want to dive a little bit deeper into this today with you Natalie because many people um, come to myself and obviously you this is probably your ideal clients and they don't really believe in themselves they don't really love themselves they don't have any inner confidence So if that was somebody out there listening today or watching, um, what advice would you give them? What kind of would be the first steps you take them through? I think, to be honest, because I think, like you say, so many people, we we know we want things and we have it there, whether people have done the vision boards or not done them yet. And I think sometimes we do have that that doubt that we can actually do it in those insecurities and I think the very first thing is to if you haven't sat down and actually put pen to paper about what you actually want do that as the first step because sometimes we we know what we don't want and we know what we're not happy with and we know we want things to be different but we're not really clear on what that is or how that looks and therefore as you all know very well Lisa it's really difficult to create a different future if you can't really envision it if you can't see it so if people haven't actually sat down and thought okay I'm not happy where I am or I'm not feeling confident or I want things to be different or however that is for them sit down and get really clear on what you actually do want and you know draw that vision board it write it down do whatever feels good to you and just sit with that for a little bit and if you feel like you try and do that process and it's too difficult (laughs) try and you know listen to I know you've got like great meditations great places just to shift your mindset even if it's momentarily to a place of self-belief so that you can open your mind enough to allow that out um and get that down but yeah just really know what you actually do want before you start moving forward because then we just we flutter around in the dark going from one thing to another not really knowing where we're heading and that can be more frustrating and actually lead to more self-doubt and believe that we can do things 
Yeah, definitely. So if someone was suffering with obviously that lack of self-belief um, or self-love, uh, what steps would you take them through to help them move forward from that? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I think for everyone it's slightly different, but I think it depends what the lack of self-belief is in. But I think that when we feel that way, we, as you will, as you will know from all your training, that we do we have a negativity bias don't we so we focus on the things that aren't going right the things that we haven't done right our past failings and failures so I think it's a real good exercise to just literally start paying attention to the things that you have done well start paying attention to the things that you do well start paying attention to the compliments that you get and write them down and really focus on them and keep repeating themselves to your to yourself because the more you see that you can do things and actually it's not that things are always wrong like watching your language it's not that things are always right and everyone's this and you know we can fall into unhelpful thinking habits can't we but literally just start on a daily basis writing down what goes well even if that seems really small for you if you wake up and you're feeling really down and you're feeling really unconfident and you know maybe you're having a bit of a wobble that day but you get up and you go to work or you go and help a friend out or you do things to yourself, make a note of it because it all matters and it all shows you that you are a lot stronger than you think. So that would be my thing to start start paying attention to yourself a little bit more. Yeah, and that's so important. We don't do that. We, we live busy lives and we just go from task to task to, yeah. you know, And we don't pay attention to those little things and we don't pay attention to how we speak about things. But this really does impact the future that we we want, because if we want to have a future of, you know, loving ourselves and, you know, feeling confident, then but we're saying on the other hand, oh, I don't like the way I look, I feel fat, I feel ugly, then that's going to impact how we bring that future to life, isn't it? absolutely 100% yeah we you know our thoughts create our reality don't they at the end of the day so if we are going into every day thinking I'm not good enough I don't look good enough everyone's better than me then in every situation that's exactly how we will feel and how we feel so what, so what do you do then with your clients who do come to you with those type of thoughts what's the process I think the very first thing I get people to do is do like a thoughts diary so, and it sounds, I know sometimes when I teach people, you can see like their eyes roll. And if they don't physically roll, they roll mentally because people are like, I don't want to keep a diary. I don't want to track it. But sometimes we aren't aware of how many things we say to ourselves. And I think what I want them to get in the diary is what the actual thought is, what the situation was that triggered the thought in the first place and how they then felt. So to really get in tune with how our thoughts are linking into how we feel and then how we behave. Because really what what to be able to change how we think and how we feel, we have to understand our own patterns. And that's quite different for us all. We're triggered by different things. So if we can say, do you know what, actually, when I'm feeling this way and this type of situation happens, these are the type of things I say to myself. I feel this way and then I behave this way. We can start interjecting in different parts of that cycle because if we don't break the cycle we just go around and around because if we have a thought and then we feel a certain way and then we do a certain thing most of the time in the negative pattern it just reinforces the negative thought 
and we go on and on and on. So I, first of all, get people to get really aware of what their cycle is. And they might have a few different cycles going on. But if there's one particular thing that's holding them back in that moment, we just focus on that. And then basically we'll sit there and be like, right, where could we, where could we make a change here to kind of make that cycle a little bit weaker? And that might be changing how they react. It might be doing something in the moment. It might be working on a more preventative measure. So if it's a certain person who's maybe triggering them, right, well, let's work on some boundaries or let's work on changing our environment. And sometimes it's as simple as our self-care, our sleep. So that is the key thing I like to do with people. And I think the self-awareness part is the bit that we sometimes avoid and we just go all in with, solution 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 and we're not really sure of how that works for us so yeah that's what I like to do and then you know however they're comfortable let's start to fiddle fiddle with and weaken that chain a little bit basically yeah that sounds such a great tool to use you know like we don't often like you say we don't think about how we respond to things and that's such a great tool so if you don't do that already that would be a great thing to implement into your life to help change those thoughts and those patterns absolutely absolutely yeah we should all we should all do it because we're all we're all at some degree working in the background without or even consciously aware of it aren't we yeah definitely absolutely so obviously confidence is another big thing with regards to vision boards and our you know putting us first so when we have a vision okay we have to confidently put that vision out there to believe that vision to be possible if we are lacking confidence as a person this can actually impact the confidence we have in that dream and that desire that we have so if someone who is lacking that confidence what sort of tools are available to help them bring more confidence to their life I'm going to say because confidence I think we can confidence is so so important and I know for me I can feel really confident in certain areas of life and maybe still in some I don't feel that confident about so I think you know we can look at it as in like what particular area but I think the biggest thing that definitely helped me with confidence is being around the right people and I know that's obviously what you do in the academy and everything is being around people who build your dreams up with you because quite often we are we can be surrounded by people who have small visions you know that are personal choice or just because they've been bred to have small visions and I think people people are often very quick to knock our confidence or knock what they believe we can do out of their own fears and their own limited idea of what's possible um so I would say definitely if you want to be more confident watch who you talk to watch who you're paying attention to and make sure you're getting the right support of other people and just slowly dip your toe into things that you want to get more confident in so if it's getting more confident in talking in public then you know find a safe space like slowly expose yourself to the things because confidence comes from competence like the more we do something the more confident we will feel and sometimes it's that case of just get in there 
get in there and do it, but do it in a place where you feel like you can do it and feel safe doing so. You know, I know when I set up my coaching, the idea of going live was horrific to me. The idea of putting my face in front of a camera and talking, I felt uncomfortable. I was like, I do not like my voice. I do not like how I look. People will judge me. What will they think? They will think I'm stupid. All of the stuff that comes into, I'm sure, every single one of our heads. And when I look back at past videos, I am so stiff. It's pretty painful to watch, to be honest. It's a bit robotic because I'm trying to talk slower because I am a fast talker. You will know that, Lisa. I'm quite like that. I'm a bit highly strung. <laughs> so I was trying to tail myself back to show up how I thought I should show up, um, which made me just feel uncomfortable and look really uncomfortable. But the more I did it, the more I could fall into my own stride. But I did it inside my private Facebook group where I knew who's going to be seeing it. I felt really safe. And therefore, it allowed me the flexibility to play with it a little bit. So I think the biggest thing is to just find people you feel safe around, who you can express yourself around, and allow them to be there with you while you slowly move up the hierarchy, like get a little bit out of the comfort zone, but only so much that doesn't put you off. And then just keep doing it and keep doing it. And the more you do it, you'll get to a point where you think, I don't even understand what the issue was. <laughs> Yeah, and that's really it's it's so it's so powerful that the more we do something, the more we get into a habit, the more we learn from it. But it's actually taking that first step sometimes that people struggle with, isn't it? It's yeah. actually taking that first step to hit that live button or to share their visions or their dreams. It's taking that first step. And the confidence in doing that can be really difficult. So someone is obviously struggling to take that first step. Have you got any advice for them? I would just say if you are struggling, obviously, if there is a particular thought that's there, if there's a particular, you know, we have sometimes like little beliefs, don't we, about why it is that we can't do it. I encourage people to sit with that and challenge it and dispute it a little bit. Um, I encourage people to write down like the the worst case scenario because often like it's a big we create it as a big issue in our heads whatever it is it's never as bad as the story we tell ourselves so I encourage people like write the story down tell me the worst thing that could possibly happen like the real negative what ifs and then let's sit and go right okay what is the probability that that would actually happen like, what are all the other different scenarios that could actually happen when you do it? Right, okay, what are the positive ways? Like, get, start getting a balance. And if there are things in there that you think, do you know what, this could happen. I could, for example, if we're talking about the live, I could hit the live button. I could stumble. I could lose my words. I could get red in the face and look really embarrassed. Nobody could turn up. They could all happen. Absolutely, they could happen. So how would I handle that? Like, how can I, if that happens, what can I tell myself? What can I do that will help me manage that? And I think sometimes when we have that written down and we can see the negative what ifs, we can see actually what the positive what ifs are, like the really good thing that could happen, which is going to take us towards them visions and them goals. And we have a bit of a plan B, plan C for if, you know, some of those negative what ifs happen, because sometimes they do, we feel a little bit more in control. And I think sometimes we don't take that first step because we don't know the outcome. Like we we don't know how that's going to pan out. And that unknown 
is sometimes what holds us back. So if we can just go into it feeling a little bit like, okay, I feel a bit more prepared. Like if you prepare for an interview, it can give us that little bit of a push to do it. Yeah, that's so, that's such great advice there, um, Natalie. So today I really wanted to kind of, you know, really step into putting themselves first. So if someone is here and they are listening and they are not putting themselves first that could be down to a number of factors couldn't it so what could you offer as um advice or some tips to help them put themselves first I would say definitely start to do it (laughs) if you don't already because it is super important but I think if you struggle with it at the minute know that we all struggle with it sometimes. Like if you, most women, particularly women, not saying that men don't, but most women I speak to are either in recovery or currently struggling with people pleasing. And what, you know, we are raised to want to be liked, you know, to be accepted, to be the person who's there for everybody and doing the things because that's nice, isn't it? Like everybody likes a nice person. And particularly as women, we can just believe that, we have to take care of other people all the time and to take care of other people is not a bad thing but if you are finding that taking care of other people or putting other people before you is having a detrimental effect because that's the thing isn't it like it's only a problem when it's a problem so if you're not putting yourself first and you know it's a problem you know it's getting in the way of you taking care of yourself you know it's getting in the way of you finding the time to do the things that you want to do I encourage you to really just remember that you're not alone first of all you know it's not a you problem it's a how we're raised problem it's a how society gives us the messages problem so first of all know that because sometimes we think oh god I'm just I'm so pathetic I'm so passive and you know we start with that so don't do that (laughs) also remember that you are not going to please everybody you can go out there and you could really please one person and what you do with that person is probably going to knock off another person okay you cannot make everybody happy and the more you try and make everyone happy the more unhappy you make yourself at the end of the day and I know for me and you probably know Lisa for maybe you and the people you speak to that the more we do that and the more unhappy you become the less you show up the less you show up for people anyway so sometimes we think I have to take care of the people because they're really important well I encourage you to look at it the other way and say well do you know what if you don't put yourself as the number one priority in your life the rest will fall apart anyway because if I'm not taking care of me, I am i don't show up as the best mum. I do not show up as the best partner. I do not show up as the best coach. I do not show up as the best family member or friend. I don't show up as best because I'm distracted. I'm tired. Maybe I'm resentful and irritated. Like, if we don't take care of ourselves and put ourselves first, stuff will happen. <laughs> and yeah. if you really want to take care of all the people around you, start with you. And honestly, your happiness and the example that you set will radiate out and it will make for better life for everybody. Amazing. So if anyone wanted to find you, uh, Natalie, where can they find you? Oh, come find me. I always say first and foremost, just come and be my friend on Facebook. I always say just be my friend. Um, but yeah, so come literally just friend request me, find me. I'm just Natalie Truesdale on Facebook. Facebook is my favourite place to be. So that is where I hang out the most, to be honest. 
and I have a free Facebook group called the Self-Esteem Society where basically just have like little chats like this every week and I'm just in there to help support and motivate people to just put themselves first and focus on themselves and feel good. Amazing. So what one last bit of advice would you like to leave the listeners with today? Oh, I have so many things that always go around in my head. I would say the main thing is to just every single day, spend a little bit of time with yourself, even if it's just five minutes and just tune into how you're feeling and what you need and just give yourself a little bit of something, even if it's just five minutes every day. Amazing. I love that. So thank you so much for joining us today, Natalie. I will drop all your details in the show notes below so that anyone can come and find you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. See you later. Oh, what some great tips there from the lovely Natalie sharing tips on how you can put yourself first through your love, your self-confidence and just being you. This podcast has been sponsored by Kath Routledge. Kath supports anxiety, stress and overwhelm in adults and children through relaxation and meditation. Kath has a weekly mindful email. All Kath's details can be found in the show notes.